Blog Talk Radio. on August 27th, and you are listening to my 11th show of Journey into Passion with me, Anike S. on Everyday Folks Radio. Now, if you hear some background noises, that will be the Florida skies giving us a shout-out. But don't worry, there doesn't seem to be much more than that planned for the weekend. For anyone listening for the first time, my name is Anike S., and I am a blogger, freelance writer, and I wrote a play called Dream Lessons that I hope to launch next year. The idea for this show is the same that I have for my blog. I am bringing you along as I go on my journey to pursue various passions. While I'm doing this, I hope that you find something that inspires and encourages you as you go on your own journey, and I hope that you'll share those journeys with me on this show and on my blog. Consider this to be your weekly encouragement and inspiration hour. Please visit my blog at anikamadison.com. That is A-N-I-K-A, M as in Mary, A-D as in David, I-S as in Sam, O-M, O-N as in Nancy.com. For more information on my work, see posts that I hope will inspire and encourage you, and get information on upcoming shows under the About Me category. You can also access links to hear shows that you may have missed. And you can, be elig- you can become eligible for upcoming giveaways. In fact, I have a giveaway today. During today's show, listen for what Capri Johnson's clothing line promotes in order to receive a free gift. I'll be looking for the first person to post what it is under today's show post at anikamadison.com. Now, if this person subscribes to my blog, you will automatically be added to a group of names that I will be collecting for the remainder of the year. And those names will go into a basket, and I will pull out the person that will receive a a nice basket in time for the holidays. In fact, there may be something extra in it just for you. So stay tuned for more information on upcoming shows. Please tune in every Sunday at 3 p.m., Eastern Standard Time to hear the creator of Everyday Folks Radio, Dr. Billy Jones, on BJ Speaks. And don't forget that you can purchase his book, Everyday Folks, Short Stories on the Common People, at Amazon or wherever books are sold. Also, tune in every other Friday to hear Keeping Up with K-Pop. On this show, you will get a glimpse into the fascinating culture of Korean pop. Their next show is at 1 p.m., on September the 23rd. Congratulations to Team USA for winning the most medals at the Olympics. We saw history with Simone Manuel becoming the first African-American woman swimmer to take home the gold and domination by female athletes overall. I have to congratulate Michael Phelps for becoming the most decorated athlete of the Games, Simone Biles for becoming the best overall in gymnastics, in the history of gymnastics, I should say, And just congratulations to all of the USA Olympians. And congratulations to Usain Bolt for his historic win. Way to go out on top. Are you registered to vote? If you need to register 
or you're not sure if you're registered, please visit www.usa.gov slash register to vote. That's register dash to T-O dash V-O-T-E. I don't think there's ever been a more important time in history to make sure that you get to the polls and cast your vote. Please register today. Now, Capri Johnson, founder of the Black Tongue Clothing, has launched a Kickstarter campaign for her T-shirt line. Capri says, life and death is in the power of the tongue. All my shirts are focused on positively promoting black culture. When you visit her campaign on kickstarter.com, you will find a powerful video that supports this statement. You will also find that you are not only buying T-shirts because there is a special meaning behind each shirt. Please support her campaign by searching for Black Tongue Clothing on kickstarter.com. And now for my segment, Under the Spotlight. Each show I'm spotlighting two people or organizations that are doing great things that I want you to know. For more information, go to the category for you on my blog. Today I'm spotlighting Joseph Stevens II, who recently became president of Solo One. Solo One features fitness training, photography, videography, and an apparel line. You may remember Joseph from his interview, which helped me close out my, my series, People Pursuing Multiple Passions, on the 23rd of July. He is a man of many gifts who is also a home renovator, repairs junk cars and motorcycles. Please visit him on Facebook under Joseph Stevens to see his incredible work. You can also find him on LinkedIn and contact him at 305-562-5401. 305-562-5401. Joseph believes in discipline when it comes to fitness, and when it comes to photography, he says, there are precious moments in life that go unrealized until they are captured. The second spotlight goes out to my girl, Demetra Harris, the birthday girl. She and I had a wonderful interview on August 13th. Look for her return in 2017. Demetra is a superb actress, singer, amazing singer, and if that is not enough, she has written her own plays, been a part of several production tours, and will be in the movie Room 1103, due to be released in March of 2017. You can see more on Demetria's work on her Facebook page, actress, singer, T as in Tom, A, M as in Mary, E-T-R-I-A, Harris. Actress, singer, Demetria Harris. Happy birthday, Demetria. Joseph and Demetria, you have just had your turn under the spotlight. Please always, please support small businesses and entrepreneurs. And now for my grateful moment. Today is the day, is my last day for people launching their own passion series, and I am truly grateful to be interviewing today's esteemed guest who knows all about pursuing multiple passions. I met today's guest through a wonderful group of people. Shout out to the South Florida Writers Association. If you're a writer in the South Florida area, please visit their site at SouthFloridaWritersASSN.org. That's SouthFloridaWritersASSN.org. Today, I have the esteemed pleasure of interviewing this organization's director at large, Dr. Steve Leibowitz, who goes by Dr. Steve. Dr. Steve holds a doctorate in education. He has published seven books, and he is a life coach who specializes in building individual and organizational strength from within. 
If you would like to speak to Dr. Steve or myself during today's show, please call 347-539-5372 or send an email to anikepassionjourney at gmail.com. I will read your question or comment on the, on the air towards the end of today's show. All right, let's get started. Dr. Steve, are you with us? I am. Awesome, Good awesome. Afternoon. Thank you so much. Yes, thanks. All right, let's get into it. So, as you know, one of the main messages for my show is about pursuing your passion. So, Dr. Steve, what is your definition of passion? Oh, wait, wait. Before we get into that, Anike, I didn't realize that you were collecting things to give to people. So I'd like to uh, give you uh, one of each of my books. Really? Oh, that's terrific. Sure. Yeah. All right. So, So, well, you know what? Since we're doing that, let's get into it. Tell me the the, the, uh, titles of the book. Yeah. Well, um, they're on my website, so I, okay. I, the, easy, the easiest thing for listeners to do is to check out my website. It's uh, hqpubs.com, and that stands oh, for cool. HarmonyQuestPublications.com. And Before we get much into the books, I I really want to encourage your uh, listeners and and their friends and everyone to think of publishing as independent publishing, Mm. okay? Too many people don't publish their own books because they they think of it as self-publishing. Okay. Well, and, go, go ahead and define independent, define independent publishing for us. Let, let, right, let's talk more right, about that. Right. Independent publishing is when you publish your book. And, and it still needs to be professional. You need to have an editor. You need to have a typeset. You need to have a great artist do the cover. But independently publishing it, is the best way to go. When you independently publish, you can get your books on Amazon, Barnes & Nobles, everywhere that regular, regularly published books go. And when you think about independent movies, right? Think about independent mm-hmm. movies. They do not call mm-hmm. them self, self-published movies. They call them independent movies. Right, right. Right. So you can become, when you finish your book and you have it edited and typeset and all the rest of the things that need to be done, when it is ready to be published, you publish it yourself and keep all the money for yourself. I like that. I'm sure a lot of people like that. Yeah. Yeah. So let's talk about self-publishing. How do you self-publish? Okay, so there you go. Now, change, please, change your language to independent publishing. Oh, that's right. Okay. Yes, sir. You're absolutely right. <laughs> We're not talking about self-publishing. We're talking about independent right. publishing. Okay, right. there are um, 
a number of, of uh, different ways to do it. You can get your own editor. You can get your own graphic artist, your own typesetter, all of that. I have people I can recommend. If you go and you just put uh, typesetting or editing in Google, you'll get inundated. For people in, in, in South Florida, the South Florida Writers Association has a number of members who do those things. Mm-hmm. So basically, you write the book, then mm-hmm. you go through these uh, these tasks, you get other people to do it, and I can't mm-hmm. stress enough how important it is to get professional editing and artwork and, and everything else, because... Right. Otherwise, yeah, otherwise it looks like self-publishing. It looks Mickey Mouse, you know, and, mm-hmm. it's, and, mm-hmm. and, and your work isn't. And, and Amazon, uh, it's uh, Kindle Direct Publishing, KDP, is part of Amazon. All my stuff is on there, uh, an electronic version and a print version. Uh, print books now are done what is called P-O-D, Print On Demand. So Mm. when my first book came out, I brought uh, 300, excuse me, (laughs) 3,000 copies of it from, uh, (laughs) right, and I had a big garage in those days, and my garage had the books. Now, that, that first book came out 12 years ago, and uh, now I'm, I'm down to only 200 copies left. Wow. Yeah, so that's pretty good. Of course, it took all those years. But with, with uh, POD, when you sell one, you can just order another one from the printer. And you don't have okay. to have your garage full of books. Okay. All right. Now talk to me for it, because there's going to be some some people that are going to be uh, trying to publish the books and they're, and they're going to listen to this and think this is going to be a, this is a good idea, but I'm a little strapped for cash. <laughs> so, what what kind of advice do you have for those uh, people who are just trying to start start out but don't have right, a lot of right. money to pay? Well, you just do one one thing at a time. Um, you can find good editors if your book is a, if your manuscript is about 300 double-spaced pages, you can usually find a, a, a good editor for something like that for $400, which is very reasonable. You can usually get one company to do the cover art and the typesetting, and that can be anywhere from three to 500 depending on you know what you go for. And then you're done. That's it. So what I would recommend is to do it just one step at a time. Save up till you have your first 400 and get that done. That usually takes a month to get a book edited, a manuscript edited, and then when that's done, start looking for, for cover and typesetting people. And, of course, it's all electronic, right? You. You will have it right. all on a file, on an e-file, and so you send that 
to the typesetter, mm-hmm. and, and uh, they do it. And you, you talk mm-hmm. to the graphic artist to get an idea of different covers. I, right. I have to say, talking about passion, uh, which we didn't get to before, but if your writing is your passion, and I hope it is, and um. the people in your books, are you're passionate about them, um, mm-hmm. I have to say that when... Uh, my first novel came out. It's it's called Devora uh, for uh, Deborah from the Book of Judges in the Old Testament. When Devora first came out, I I had an entirely different idea of the cover, but with the graphic artist that I finally settled on, he just he just captured m- my inner vision of what this woman would look like and she's on the cover now so Mm -hmm. it's it's a great it's a great um trip of discovery you know with the Mm -hmm. editor the editor will tell you things that you missed in your in your manuscript and and again the graphic designer and and there's all kinds of different ways in typesetting so you'd get to choose the typeface you want and uh, chapter headings, and it's just, um, it's very, very exciting. Wow. So let's talk about um, the Covenant and, and the covenant and the Scrolls of Devorah. Now, right. when you started writing this book, let's talk about that process. How did you start that process of writing that particular book? Okay. All right. So you, you quoted the Covenant and the Scrolls is the name of the series. There's three. Oh, yeah. There's three books in the series. Devorah is the first, and then Saul, who was King Saul from the Bible, and that was the second book. And then David, mm-hmm. King David in the Bible, and that was the third book. And there was going to be a fourth book on Solomon, but I'll come back and tell you about why I did not do that. Um, okay. But the Covenant and the Scrolls is based on, it's a novel um, way, it's a fictional way of describing the concepts that, as a life coach, I found most significant in in working with my clients and in my own life. So Mm -hmm. may I tell you about those? Absolutely. (laughs) Okay. I think basically... The the idea is that we have uh, both both spirit and uh, uh, physicality, body, materialism that com- that make us human, both. Mm-hmm. And there's a tendency mm-hmm. for for us, for people, for human beings, to to uh, think that if you're you can't be spiritual until you're dead. Right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, when I'm dead, I'm going to go to heaven, and I'll be spiritual, etc. No, no, no. You have to be spiritual now. Passion is spiritual. Yes? Does that make mm-hmm. sense? Yeah, it makes sense. Okay. So, in the idea of the covenant and the scrolls is the same idea. The covenant is the promise that that 
spirit has made, your God has made to every every human being that you are, irrespective of sex, race, whatever. You're human. You're a spiritual being first, having a human experience. So the covenant mm-hmm. is our reality as spirit. It's our trusting spirit. And the scrolls is the law, is um, legislation, rules, regulations, rituals, dogma, all of that stuff. And so my three biblical characters experienced their struggles in terms of those those two things, of those two poles, of being pulled between trusting spirit and trusting the world, if you will. Mm-hmm. And so, so miracles happen, and they happen for you and me as well, when we trust our spiritual reality. Okay. okay. Wow. Wow. Fascinating. Fascinating books. And and so the, the, I'm going to say one more time where you can get them. Uh, it's hqpubs.com. That is correct, right? Right. right. And, okay. And, I just want to make sure everybody knows where to get them. Right. And you Well, and they're on Amazon. You just put just put my name in Amazon, Amazon and they'll come up. Awesome. Awesome. Yeah. All right. Now let's talk about more about your experience as a life coach. I'm sure that you have had many different experiences as a life coach. And, of course, you're using that, as you said, within your work as well. Um, when, you, when you talk to people, um, and I'm always, I'm always, this is one of the things I'm always interested in when I talk to life coaches, is that what is the piece of advice that you, you, you seem to, to keep giving over and over again? Can you talk about that? <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's, 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 uh, it's the same thing I try to practice myself. And, and again, um, it's something that we, we always have to do. We always have to practice it. And I can sum it up in a quote from, um, from my favorite uh, ancient uh, American writer, Ralph Waldo Emerson. You remember him? Oh, yes. Ralph Waldo. We all, we all have to read him in high school when I was in high school. Oh. I don't know what they do now. And, <laughs> and he, he, did, he did his work in, like, you know, the eight, early 1800s, and he was very influential in the early 1800s. And he was called uh, the first transcendentalist because he, again, it, spiritual first and then, and then in the world, inside out kind of thing. And that's, that's the best advice. But what Ralph Waldo said, and this is the thing I've noticed with most of my clients as well and myself, is you ready? Got your pen ready? I am ready. Get your bloated nothingness out of the way of the divine circuits. Mm. I'll say it again. Get your bloated nothingness out of the way of the divine circuits. So in other words, when we, when we let go of the drama and the bull and, and, mm-hmm. and, and the ego, mm-hmm. 
when we let go of that, then the guidance we need is there. Hmm. So this is another, uh, there's another kind of uh, spiritual practice. I call this stuff spiritual technology, by the way. Mm -hmm. I I really am am working to try to get that idea out there a little more. Um, Mm -hmm. Mindfulness is another popular spiritual practice. Mm -hmm. And if you're mindful, that means being self-aware it means mm-hmm. see, see, following, seeing your thoughts come and go, and then being able mm-hmm. to choose between them. And mm-hmm. so that's being centered, and that's getting your bloated nothingness out of the way. Right, right, right. Yeah. Right. Wow. Talk, talk to me about one of your your toughest clients? I'm sure that when you've given this advice and you talk to them, <laughs> how, how did you deal with that? I'd, I'd be interested to know how, how you dealt with that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. People, most people don't, um, I don't, I don't say that right off the bat because it's too easy and, mm-hmm. and, 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 and too obvious and people we are all into our struggle and our drama and our strife. And so it's very hard for people to accept that. So Mm -hmm. basically when people are stuck, I just listen a lot. Right. Right. That's how, that's, that's what I do with my most difficult clients. I, um, it's probably the best way to parent as well, you know, Mm -hmm. And then, mm-hmm. and then re- just reflect back to the people what you're hearing. Right. And one sort of very common coaching phrase is when people go through their whole thing about what they've been doing and why they can't do it, and et cetera, et cetera, is to say, "And how's that working for you?" <laughs> right. Right. And, you know, uh, that reflects the other thing that uh, a similar concept that people talk about is uh, the definition of insanity. Do you remember Mm -hmm. what, do you you remember what that was, Anike? The definition of Yeah, I think it's something like trying to do something different, even though you're doing the same thing over and over again, something like that, but you can give it to me. Right, 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 that's it. Doing the same thing over and over again and expecting a different mm-hmm. result. Yes, yes, exactly. Exactly, yeah. You know? And so it's try. you know, the big thing I think that, that coaches can do, the whole point of coaching is, is different than training, and I was a trainer for most of my career, is that in, in training you kind of think that the, um, the learner – uh, needs you to tell them things. In coaching, mm-hmm. you think that they that the client already knows everything they need to know. You just need to help them see that they know it. Oh, okay, okay. So, I like that. Yeah. Okay, I like that. I like that. Now, as a life coach, I'm sure you delve out a lot of advice. 
um, that's which you know a lot. I'm sure you, you've done that a lot. But you personally, what is the best advice you've ever received? Oh, that's a good one. That's good. well, I I don't now, but I when I first started, and when you go to I um uh, I graduated from Coach University way back when this first started. In fact, I mm-hmm. for uh, for. For 9/11, I was in a coaching class when that happened, and we all kind wow. of, uh, yeah, it's a very memorable thing. But in any event, um, I had a coach too, and you're when you go to coach you, you're in, again in long ago, you're you're required to have a coach. So um, I think I think that's probably the thing. A similar concept that that my coach uh, told me. My coach is uh, is really big now. I mean, it's uh, it's it's just really impressive. Uh, he said, uh, "If you always do what you always did, you'll always get what you always got." Mm. So it's the same idea, you know. About yeah. about really, really letting go, letting go, and seeing if there's something else. And the thing is, from our habitual everyday consciousness, we can't mm-hmm. we can't think of anything else. We're, this is what we think, you know. This is the best we mm-hmm. can do. So when mm-hmm. you let go of that, and you and you kind of trust. And surrender to spirit, then you really get it, you know. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm sure wow. hasn't that happened to you? Oh yeah, <laughs> oh yeah, oh yeah. And you know, it's it's tough. And I, you know, I know I can. I'm sure that some of my listeners are probably thinking, you know, it's, it's tough to let certain things go, and it's it's tough to to change your mindset. These are these are difficult things, and it, it takes yes. time. Wouldn't you say? Yes. Yes, yeah. that's that's it why a, the coach just listens and 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 coaches and encourages you and 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 when you have a, a setback, cool, you know, that's part of the process. Right. It's right. it's it is hard, but you know, you don't have to if if you have kids, you don't have to dump your kids. If you're married, you don't have to get divorced. Whatever it is, you you only do it in your in. In your heart, you know, you only do it in your head. You let go of it all. You give it all over and say, I just, I don't know what I'm doing with this. Help me, right? Right, right, right. Um, and EK, there's, there's one thing mm-hmm. I'd like to say in case, it, 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 and it may not be clear, so I just want to say it, that when I talk okay. about, when I talk about spirit, I'm talking about spirituality a, a universal human experience, not religion, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. Right? Spirituality okay. is the thing itself, and religion are the various brands. Okay. 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 All right. So, so in point. other words, you don't have to be anything in particular. Christian, Muslim, Jewish, Buddhist, you don't need, I, I mean, those are good things, and I'm not knocking it, but uh, 
spirit is the common thread in all of those. And so you need to be able to uh, uh, connect with spirit without a church, without a prayer book, without any ritual, right? Spirit is our birthright. Okay. Okay. Well, personally, personally, I am a Christian, and I, I do believe in, in God, and so I, I, I hear what you're saying. I hear what you're saying. And yeah. So, yeah, I, I hear what you're saying. I hear what you're saying. All right, so let's, let's kind of uh, switch gears a little bit. And um, now one of the things that I, I, always, I like to talk about a lot is working your opportunity. That's yeah. just one of my... My phrases. I love. To, I love to hear that. I love to say that. And um, you yourself, being in, in the work that you've done and, and all the many things that you've done, you know all about opportunities, and you know all about seeking opportunities. And and so, what I want to talk about is for those for those who are listening, um, when what what do you think that you need to have to in order to prepare yourself? For opportunities, what what do you need to have in your in your arsenal? Uh, me or listeners? No, for you, what do you what do you think when you're talking to people and you want to say you want to have this in your arsenal when when opportunity when it's just in case opportunities come your way? What do you what do you think right. those things are? Uh, okay, okay. Again, same things that we've been talking about. Get your bloated nothingness out of the way. Mm-hmm. Uh Inside out, have a lot of confidence in your relationship with spirit. That's your primary relationship, and and uh, trust that. And mm-hmm. opportunities, <laughs> I think opportunities are abundant, and yeah. we miss them because we keep putting limits on mm-hmm. on what they look like. Mm-hmm. So right. what you have to have to, to to take advantage of opportunities is is a willingness to again get out of your comfort zone and let things go and take take a step in a different direction. Right, right, right. I like that. I I like that. I like that a lot. Now, um, of course, let's get a little bit more back into your background. And just, if you're just tuning in, I just want to say, if you're just tuning in, you are listening to Journey, Journey into Passion with an EKS and, and my guest today, Dr. Steve Leibowitz. Now, if you have any questions or comments, please call 347-539-5372 or send an email to Journey at gmail.com, and I will read your question on the air um, towards the end of today's show. All right, so let's just continue on. Now, let's let's um, make sure that we get to know you a little bit more. Let's talk about your educational background. As, as uh, of course, I indicated that you are you, you um, do hold a uh, doctorate in education. So, talk about your educational background. Okay. Um, well, I have a, I have an interesting story about that to to tell um when i was in middle school uh in new jersey i was raised in new jersey and mm-hmm. um we took those uh placement exams 
And mm-hmm. uh, uh, as when the results came back from one set of placement exams, the counselor, a little weaselly guy with white hair and glasses, I mean, you know, if you remember Mr. Peepers, that's what he looked like. Anyhow, <laughs> he calls he calls me and my parents into, into the office, and, and, you know, he looks at us and he holds, he hold, makes eye contact for a while, and then finally he says, he says, I'm sorry to tell you that your son is not college material. And, oh, wow. um, <laughs> I, and um, my parents really didn't, uh, I, I'll say they didn't care. They didn't need me to go to college. They were, they were fine with me doing whatever I needed to do. So, or whatever mm-hmm. I, I was guided to do. And, um, I guess when he said that, that sort of <laughs> made me want to go to college, you know. Wow. So anyhow, yeah. anyhow, anyhow, um, I did my undergraduate work at Drew D R E W University in Madison, New Jersey, and uh, I was uh, a uh, political science and economics major, dual major. And then Drew had an overseas study program. Um, so you applied to the London School of Economics and the Free University of Brussels, and uh, then you went over there for your senior year. And so I applied for that, and I got sent over, amazingly enough. Good. Yeah, and it was just wonderful, just really great. And um, mm-hmm. uh, while I was over there, uh, now we're talking ancient history here in EK, Okay. <laughs> So while well, I was okay. over, Ken, Jack Kennedy was president, and when I was over there, he announced the Peace Corps, and mm-hmm. I immediately signed up for the Peace Corps. And mm-hmm. uh, when I came home from uh, my last uh, place was uh, in Brussels. When I came home from Brussels to graduate in New Jersey. I had two pieces of mail in my mailbox, one from the Peace Corps saying I was accepted and I could go to Ethiopia to be an English teacher, and the other was from my local draft board saying I I needed to uh, uh, go turn myself into my local draft board. Mm -hmm. So I I went to the... uh, I went to my Peace Corps training, which was in uh, Shiprock, New Mexico. And being as I was going to be an English as a second language teacher in Ethiopia, I, uh, they had us training Navajo Indians in Shiprock, New Mexico. And uh, that was really, that was just really terrific. That was terrific. Anyhow, uh, uh, I finished that and uh, finished my Peace Corps training. And then my local draft board refused to accept the Peace Corps as a deferment. And so I joined the Army and did three years in the Army, uh, a year in uh, Washington, a year in Vietnam, and a year in Germany. Wow. Wow. Thank you for your service. Wow. (laughs) You're welcome. You're welcome. Well, and anyhow, I met my wife in Germany. Uh, she's 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 an American, and she was working for the Air Force over there. 
So uh, that was very nice and romantic. And then when I came back, I used my GI Bill. I went to work for um, for the Dade County government in the Park and Recreation Department, and I was hmm. their first director of training, and uh, that was wonderful. But anyhow, so I used uh, some of my GI Bill to go to Florida Atlantic University for a master's in public administration. Mm-hmm. And uh, so that when that was done, I still had some benefits left, so I went to FIU for a master's in healthcare management because oh. at that time when I did that, I was working for the county uh, has a number of different health care facilities, and so I was working in those, and I thought that would be helpful. So I have a master's in public administration, a master's in uh, healthcare management, and then, <coughs> excuse me, uh, I went to um, in uh, to, to FIU for a doctorate in education. And at that time, mm-hmm. FIU did not have doctoral directed status, so. They flew faculty from FSU down, and we had to spend a week up in in Tallahassee uh, twice, once once each year. And then finally, we were able to get our degrees from FIU. So that's that's what I I have I I have a, and my research for my uh, uh, dissertation is what mm-hmm. really sort of got me into this uh, metaphysical stuff. I was kind of into it before, but I was, mm-hmm. more, I was more scientific and concrete, and I got into the metaphysics for my doctoral research because what, what I got into was how, how do people, and it, professionals, and in, in the case that I was researching, uh, teachers, how do teachers know in real time, how well they're doing, right? (laughs) You know, I mean, well, you know, um, education research at that time was very, very static, and it still is, it still is. And they had, uh, Mm -hmm. they, they didn't research a program until it was over. Then they went back and researched it, but it would already be too late for everybody involved. So I thought that was absurd, and I wanted to know, and I wanted to develop a way, uh, a legitimate research way for people mm-hmm. to know. Obviously, a teacher knows how well they're doing in real time. Right. But right. Can, can they certify a program? Can the institution certify a program? And so that's what my mm-hmm. research was. And really, it got into different ways of of knowing of different ways people know things and how they mm-hmm. know things. And uh, it's pretty mm-hmm. esoteric. And, but the bottom line is that in, in, uh, in, the, in the dissertation, I came up with a, 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 a technique that people could use. And, of course, okay. the dissertation, like all dissertations, goes on a shelf in, in the university library, and that's that. Well, I wanted I wanted more to come of it, so my first book was called The New Professionalism, Connecting mm-hmm. Science and Spirit. 
And so that book is based on the research I did for my doctoral dissertation. Okay. And so in it, there's a, there's a technique at the back of it called the PAUSE, P-A-U-S-E, as a way for us, for anybody really, to know how they're doing in real, in real time. So okay. that book... That's out there. In, uh, in fact, last year I released the second edition of it. Now, when you say pause, is that an acronym for something or just the word pause? No, just the word pause, but it has five mm-hmm. steps. So uh, I don't think it, it – I didn't do it as an acronym, but, you know. Oh, okay. It, okay. It's the old thing that probably your mom and, and your – grandparents and everybody who cared about you told you is, is uh, stop and take a deep breath and count to ten before you do mm. anything, right? Right? Okay. I mean, okay. So that's right. the pause. Right. That's the pause. And so that's it. Yeah. That's, that's interesting because that actually, for me, that is one of the best pieces of advice. My mother told me one word, think. That was right. the word, and that has got me out of – making some some stupid decisions. So <laughs> I can relate to that. That's actually one of the best pieces of advice I've ever received, actually. <laughs> so I can relate to that. Yeah. And so, yeah. <laughs> so now you've got some things coming up. Let's talk about them. Which, what do you have going on? Oh, well, I just, uh, I just did a workshop at Baptist uh, for the health, you know, for Baptist health systems. And okay. there's probably another one in the works. Mm-hmm. A- and um, I'm working on another new novel, mm-hmm. and that's called uh, that's called the Timeless Deep, and it's based on an article in National Geographic last year about um, people diving on an ancient Roman wreck off a Greek island. The island's name is Antithicara, and they find an ancient computer. Mm-hmm. And uh, that's that's based on the article. That's the truth. That's the article. And then what I'm doing is making it into a novel. Mm-hmm. So that's that's going really well. Wow. Now, your title for the South Florida Writers Association is Director at Large. Yes. Tell us what that title encompasses. <laughs> well, I, I was president two times, and, um, mm-hmm. and that was maybe one and a half times too many. But <laughs> nonetheless, Director at Large, you get to put your two cents in, <coughs> um, and you don't have to do any work. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay, that's interesting. That's interesting. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay, and how long have you been a member of the South Florida Writers Association? Oh, golly. Maybe, I don't know, 20 plus years. And wow. I want to encourage the people who are writing, if you're serious about your writing, and I hope many mm-hmm. of your listeners are an EK. If you're serious about your your writing, you have to get into a critique group. Mm. 
And uh, SFWA does. We have a couple of different critique groups. And what happens mm-hmm. in the critique group is you read your stuff or they read it or one way or another, you get feedback about your stuff. And yeah, I, it, it's so important to do that. Yeah, I, I agree with that. As a writer, I, I, I do. And it's, it, it's not easy, you know. Um, when I first started getting critiques on my work, it was, you know, it, it cuts you a little bit. But I got to tell you that that is, that is what helped to help me to get better. So I, I couldn't oh. agree more. Yeah, yeah. And and if you do it with other writers, there it's those are people who are having the same emotional problems and the same blocks and successes that you're having and and their colleagues, you know. So as opposed to having your aunt read it. <laughs> right. Right, right, right. Absolutely, absolutely. I, I, I definitely agree with that. That is, that is, that is good advice. That is very good advice. Now, that's, yeah, let's let's talk a little bit more about um, writers because, you know, it's it's a tough business, you know. When when and so one of the things that writers always think of is how do I find my audience? I'm sitting here. I'm writing this thing. I don't know who in the world is going to read it, <laughs> you know, and so. When you go in through the writing process, um, talk about finding your audience. What do you, what do you think that process is? Okay, okay. Well, this is the it's the same kind of thing. <laughs> See, I'm getting dried out here. Oh, okay. <laughs> Don't get choked up. <laughs> uh, okay, I would say seriously that your audience is always read. Write what you like to read. Mm. Yes. Okay. So, so you you're your audience. You know. Mm-hmm. Write what you like mm-hmm. to read. If you're buying it and you're reading it, probably many many other people are also. Mm-hmm. And so, if you're in a critique group and you're and and even if you're not, but if you you know if you're doing that, then. Mm-hmm. You don't need to worry about your audience so much. If it's really good, if you like it, put it away for a while mm-hmm. and take it out again. And if you like it, yeah. if you still like it, it's probably good. Okay. You know? Now, right. I, I mm-hmm. would like to recommend a couple of books. Do we have a minute okay. for that? Absolutely. Um, these are... Uh, these are pretty old, but you can. But I'm, I, I, they might still be in print. If not, get them in the library. Uh, the first one is by Natalie Goldberg, and she's the writer's writer. She's written a couple of different books. Natalie Goldberg, "Writing Down to the Bones," is is one of her most famous ones, The Wild Mind. And the one I have right here on my desk is Waking Up in America. And, man, I'm telling you, uh, spirit and and um, science and connecting your your passion and your life and everything, she really does it in that book. And, and in all her books, really. She's very, she's very spiritual and very grounded. Okay, that's that's Natalie Goldberg. The other one, mm-hmm. The Writer's Way, 
or something like that. I'm sorry, I couldn't find it. I was looking for it this morning. But it's written by, and she's done lots of books too, Julia Cameron, C-A-M-E-R-O-N, Julia Cameron. She's James Cameron's wife. James Cameron was uh, the the, uh, director of the Titanic and uh, and that other... That yeah. that other one uh, that's so so popular, Avatar, Avatar right, yeah. right? So anyhow, Cameron's had a number of different wives, and Julia gave him his <laughs> money's worth. Boy, I'll tell you. And you read her stuff and talk about inspiration and finding your audience and all of that. These two books will really keep you, you know, going. I recommend them heartily, both those authors. And I don't know what they're doing lately, so. Mm-hmm. Um, but they're but they're pretty, pretty good writers. Excellent, excellent. Well, if you can believe it, we are down to the last seven minutes of the show. It's just okay. by so, so so fast. And so, do you have any final thoughts? Um, no, thank you very much for inviting me. I have enjoyed sharing all of this with you. And I'm you know, next time I see you I'll give you copies of the books and you can <clears throat> you know, you can give them out. Mm-hmm. And um I just would encourage anybody who's listening that wants to talk to me directly to please do so. I mean, you can go to the website and send me an email and um I'll be happy to respond. All right, and let's and let's go ahead and get that website again. H Q Pub P U B S dot com. Awesome, awesome, Doctor yeah. Steve Leibowitz. I appreciate you so much, and uh, don't go away. I'm going to go ahead and close out the show, but stay with me, okay? Sure. Awesome. Well. You have just been listening to an interview with Dr. Steve Leibowitz. Um, If you're just tuning in, I'm sorry, but you missed it. But as always, um, you can go to my blog at anikmadison.com, and I will let you know when the playback is ready to go. Now, if you have any questions or comments for Dr. Steve or about the show, please send an email to anikpassionjourney at gmail.com, and I will have answers for you under today's show post. Now, my next show is going to air next Saturday, September 3rd at 2 p.m. Eastern Standard Time when professor, vocal artist, and vocal arts coach Dr. Cindy Milligan will return to talk about her new business, the Milligan Vocal Arts Institute. Now, this institute launched on August the 13th. Dr. Milligan will also help me launch my Quality of Life series, which will include the ongoing health and fitness series, that will go will continue through the show's duration. To find out more, please continue to tune in and visit my blog at anikmadison.com, where I have also posted information on upcoming shows for September. Don't forget, tune in every Friday, tune in every uh, Sunday. I'm sorry, to BJ Speaks, and you can tune in. I believe he's going to have a show tomorrow, as as he does every Sunday at 3 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. And Keep Up With K-Pop airs on every other Friday 
and their next show will be on September the 23rd at 1 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Now, as I said earlier, I created this blog and created my blog and this show because I'm literally on my own journey towards my passions, various passions, by the way, and I'm bringing you along with me. And I'm, and I'm bringing on people like Dr. Steve who can inspire and encourage you and give you information to help you, to, to help you have tools that can help you towards your own success. Now, one of the posts that I want to share with you comes from my blog, and, it come, and it's called Tough Journey, Here Comes the Encouragement. Going on an entrepreneur journey or any journey that leads towards your passion is not easy. I'm finding that out more and more each day. You can run into different obstacles that seem to make your journey just impossible. Financial obstacles make it tough to get certain things done. Health obstacles leave you feeling like you can't make it another day. Voices of opposition may leave you thinking that you made a big mistake for even trying. Whenever the obstacles, you have to plow through them and destroy them. Other obstacles will pop up along the way, so better get used to just taking them down now. Know these obstacles may slow you down, but your determination will not allow them to stop you. Your passion and your purpose are one and the same. Your passion, you're passionate about something because it is part of who you are as a person. I'm passionate about encouraging and creating. God made me this way, and so I'm a creative person, and it's just simply who I am. Therefore, I will be successful at creating ideas, stories, and many other things. My success starts with my own mindset. I have also been fortunate. See how I have encouraged others and have others encouraged me. So if you're on the road towards your passion, you will get to your destination because it's who you are. You can't lose. Here's my final message for you. God gave you that passion for a reason. There's a job for you to do, and there's a reason why it hasn't left you after all these years. That job is still yours. Be encouraged and keep going. Thank you for taking time out of your day to listen to my show. I am Anike S., blogger, freelance writer, and playwright. You can find out more about me and my work at AnikeMadison.com. Also, don't forget, you can find out more information about upcoming shows under the About Me category on my blog. And I have some exciting things coming up in December. You want, to, you want to make sure you stay tuned. Now, here's your last chance for that free gift. I'm going to say it again. Capri says, life and death is in the power of the tongue. All my shirts are focused on positively promoting black culture. Go to, my, go to the category for you at nakmadison.com for more information on how to win. And don't forget, you, I want to say this. It's tough out there. We all know it. We all have our dreams. We all have our setbacks. But it's not time to quit. I ha- and I just want to say that to encourage you. It's not time to quit. And as, you, as Dr. Steve has talked about, we've all talked about, and all the, all the different people that have come on the show have talked about, you have, to, you have to remain, stay on course, stay encouraged, and keep going. Life is going to throw you all kinds of things, but you have to keep going. And so I'm going to be bringing on more people that will be talking about that, 
and more information for you. And, of course, you could always go to my blog because it's all about So, until next time, this is Anika S. Hoping you have a great weekend and experience great success on your journey into your passion. Take care. <laughs>